Boom, what it do is Spike Lou, man. Another week, another on deck TV podcast action pack, man. I went to go see that Pac movie. Animal Brown went to go see that All Eyes on Me. So we gonna break that down. We, for we, you. Hey, wait, nah, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck explaining it. I've been uh, waiting all weekend yeah. to talk about this Pac yeah, movie. We seen your tweets. Look, man, it's uh, realvillemedia.com. Go to the website, go check text. out all the other shows. Full Sport Press, Fresh for Dummies, yeah. uh, Ladies Room. Shout out to everybody. Calm let's, down. let's drop this beat. Let's get into this episode, nigga. We talking Pac. Let's go. Calm down. Ah, yeah, yeah. We cut the intro short, too. We, this is serious, you okay? Need to calm down, dog. All Eyes on Me finally came out. We ain't got time for intros and music and shit. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's your man Animal Brown I am Spike Lou Absolutely, man On Deck TV Podcast Every Wednesday yep. uh, Follow me on Instagram, Twitter And Snap Animal underscore Brown Follow the On Deck TV Podcast page On Instagram and Twitter as well Also follow the YouTube page To get all the latest updates And if you like, follow me I don't talk about much uh, about What's up, nothing. man? Uh, man, very eventful weekend yeah. By eventful, we Listen. went to the uh, All Eyes on Me Saturday because Friday was sold out. Mm. It was popping in there. Mm. Literally, it, it almost if, got to popping in there. That's what you call that popping, then I'll go with that. But we, we got something for Atlantic Station. Are we going to talk about that now? No, no, no. We'll talk about our interesting movie going experience mm. later on in the show. As we always do around this time, if this is your first time listening, we like to go through a couple of topics that happened during the wait, week. Wait, 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 wait. First, this is the On Deck TV podcast. So we y'all just go said rate, that. subscribe, like <laughs> on the iTunes page. Make sure y'all let us know y'all like what we're doing. And the rap chat on Facebook is where we interact with the fans. And y'all can interact with each other daily, cooler chat. Chat about what you got going on in hip hop now. Now we can we can move on with the damn episode. Yeah, I can't segment, wait to get the to segment this shit. that we made popular. Quick hits, but umpteen. Absolutely. Um, Some people caught that. <laughs> all right, man. So first things first that jumped out to me. Jay Z had a huge week last week. Um, what do you have going on? First of all, you dragging on his nuts. Of course, he had a fuck. huge week. Uh, he emptied his nuts. The twins, they finally came out. Congratulations. Absolutely. Um, he was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Nice. First rapper to do so. Had some nice little drunk tweets. Absolutely. And he also had a uh, Father's Day pledge to bail out fathers that Hard. couldn't afford uh, bail. Hard. And on top of that, that mysterious 444 that we've been seeing was confirmed to be his new album, just like I said it was. Now, what was the bigger story out of those four? That's a huge week, though. It it is. A garbage can gets a stake every once in a while. You were right. Uh, I think all of it, just Jay-Z in general. I don't want to diminish either one of the feats by saying one was bigger than the other. All of that shit was big. All of that stuff was huge, especially with Jay-Z. I got an album coming. I'm going to do this for fathers. I got the twins. Like All of that was big. It was a hell of a week for a guy who's already accomplished a lot. So to have a week like this probably hit him hard. You know what I'm saying? I agree. That's why he I, was drunk tweeting. Tough. You, drunk, you got a drunk tweet when I, like you had, you had twins. You inducted to the Writers Hall of Fame. You're the only rapper to do so. You know you got the album on deck. The album the coming in. You know it's fire. No ID produced it. Yeah. Like that's a big. What week. else? Listen. He, what else do I need? He did more in a week than a lot of people. A lot of entertainers do all year long. They life. Well, they, their uh, life. You might be right. 
So uh, if I'm, I, I'll break down a couple of these because th- these were some big ass accomplishments, man. I really was a big fan of the Father's Day joint where he teamed up with Southerners on New Ground and A Color of Change. That is an organization that uh, has fundraisers to help build, I mean, bond out fathers who couldn't afford to get bonded out. Uh, Jay-Z has kind of been uh, obsessed with that whole Khalif Browder situation, which, of course, if you're familiar with, that was the teenager that was in New York. They got arrested for allegedly stealing a backpack. It turns out he didn't steal the backpack. But since they didn't have his family, didn't have the money to bail him out. He ended up staying in jail for over three years, stuck in the system purgatory. He ended up getting out and killing himself two years later. So when Jay heard that story. He's been damn near obsessed with that shit, and I feel him. Obsessed is a strong word, though. No, nah, that's what they that's what they're saying, though. He's been like hell bent on trying to make a difference in that lane, mm-hmm. that's and that's why he teamed up with these folks who actually bailed out mothers on Mother's Day earlier this year. That's dope. That's dope. I mean, I, but I like I said, it adds into each facet of what he had going on this weekend. He had something for everybody. I think that's what Jay Z is able to stand out and and give you still to this day, being so many years in the game, he gives you this still. He still gives you a reason to be excited about his new stuff, about his new projects, about his new ventures, because no one seems to do the things that he do. He seems to think of them first. Absolutely. He seems to think of the slow beats with the samples first. He seems to rock the jerseys first or the the button ups <laughs> first. He seems to do the Reebok deals first, and that's what makes Jay so hot. That's why people. Acclaim him as the number one rapper, trendsetter, tough, and he's always been him. Yeah, it is true. You, you see what I'm saying? He's, he doesn't it, really yeah, exactly. do wave jumping. Doing it really first, do he ain't the doing it first. He ain't got to worry about falling behind somebody. I agree. Now the album, which comes out on the 30th of this month, is a title exclusive, title slash sprint exclusive. Let, let, let me be clear: the best thing Sprint ever did in their life was get in on this. Yes, because their service is fucking trash. That's a fact. Did but, you know? Did you know that Sprint is offering for the rest of this month? They're offering free. Six months. No, they're yeah. offering free unlimited data. Yeah, they've been offering. That. No, free unlimited got, data. That's what I'm saying. I got that. No. Wait, what? No, what? They just started like a week ago. You got I it a got week ago. Unlimited data. Free. Nah, at no cost. That's what possible. I'm telling you. But it's already in my plan. Like, has it no? Has it no cost? Like, no, I'm just paying for the phone. Yeah. No, they're offering no. it for a year. They're not advertising it, but it's online. Just Google it. You got to get in before June. Though. I need a Sprint representative to to comment in the rap chat or on the Facebook on Dick TV and podcast. Be like, Damn, how you know that animal Brown and the Twitter page? Let me know how I get in on that. Free data doesn't that. matter if your phone keeps dropping. So I don't believe that. <laughs> it doesn't. Is it matter. free data for the iPad too? Oh, now that I don't know. I know mm-hmm. it's it's eligible for iPhone users though. They got an unlimited plan for the iPad too. Now Sprint, shout out That's Sprint, killer. man. They trying. So Sprint users, like you were saying, Sprint users and uh, title subscribers are going to be able to get the 444 album. First. What do you think about Jay-Z adding the hyphen to his name? Does that mean anything to you? Uh, no, that means nothing to me. Um, I don't know it's if that's... It's a big deal everywhere else, though. Yeah, it, it made news. To you. Slow news day. Slow news If y'all day. remember, he took the hyphen out. Who remembers that? Um, <laughs> fuck the hyphen. I just want to know what this 444 sounds like. No ID produced the entire thing. That doesn't mean he's the only producer. There may have been other contributors. Yeah. We saw him in the lab with Zaytoven. We saw him in the lab with Mike Will. Um, so I, I'm interested to hear what it sounds like. It's supposed to be a visual album, too, mm. a, apparently. Like Lemonade? Yeah. Mm. Or like, I think Frank Ocean had a visual album, too. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I know people are tight about the um, 
about the exclusivity of it because people have kind of chilled Back on the exclusive the album. Wars, dude. Absolutely. And when you're independent like Jay-Z, you can put it on your own streaming shit. When you're independent like Jay-Z. Is Jay-Z independent? Yeah, Rock Nation. That's his shit. That's, okay, you, like I said, is Jay-Z independent? And the first thing that you said is, yeah, he's Rock Nation. That's not a major label. What? It's not. Universal, Explain. Warner, those okay. are major labels. So Universal, Warner, I have to be signed to one of them not to be independent? Yes. How? Because they distribute shit. Having the distributors so, is what makes you not so, independent. So Jay-Z doesn't have a distributor? Not a major label, no. Uh, everything's no, digital now, so why true. would you need a distributor? Okay, now that makes sense. That's number one. Now, <laughs> He's not on Def Jam. It's not Rockefeller now, Def Jam no more. I know it's not Rockefeller Def Jam, so okay, where are the Rockefeller artists then? Because they're artists that are signed. Like, who? Okay, let me ask you this. Beanie? <laughs> nah, nigga, you know, nigga, people have signed to Jay Z here recently. Jim Jones. Management. Okay, oh, so that's just management. Yeah. They're not on any record. Like, none of those people that he's been talking to recently are. Like Gotti and all Right, right. Gotti. Management. Like, that's strictly management. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So remember, they managed Durant. They got. Yeah, I know they managed Durant. They got the whole shit. music and the, the, the sports things. I, I get that. And even the dude, what's your boy's name? The one uh, shit for Moonlight, Spotlight, whatever the name is. I don't know is. who. The black dude, the black dude, that playing House of Cards. The, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Young. I don't know his name though. Yeah, like he he the one in the four 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 movie with the ah, boxes. Ah, okay. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, so that's whatever that dude name is. Yeah. I know a lot of Shout a lot of him. females like him, but they, yeah, that that dude right there, they played in House of Cards and the rest of the stuff. Uh, yeah, he was in Luke Cage too. Um, no one watched it. Yeah, he was the villain in that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I guess some people are upset about the exclusivity. I like how people online go out of their way to say that they're not going to get title. Some people sound a little too excited. I'm going to be honest. I don't really get it. Um, unless you're just a huge Apple fan or Spotify fan. Like, you got stock in those companies. I mean, but look, no, it's not that you have stock. We, we'd have had this conversation before. A little too excited, bro. <laughs> no, it's not even being too excited. All it got to do with people want the access. Like you said, they don't even drop CDs anymore. So if Jay-Z don't put this on Apple and on Spotify, I can't even get it. Here's my question. That's the problem. No, That's what people are mad about. I ain't mad if I can at least go spend my thirteen ninety nine like I used to do five years ago in Best Buy. Then I'm cool. Not really. And I can at least download it to iTunes and then put it on my phone. Here's the thing. Yep. If Title has the same stuff as Apple Music mm-hmm. and Spotify with Blueprint one, two, and three, and then this new album, why wouldn't you just get Title? Because it's nine ninety nine. It's it's the same fucking price. Why wouldn't you just get Title? People, I feel like people go out of their way to say, I'm still not finna get, bruh, okay, bruh. <laughs> nah, I get it, fam. To be, to be 100% honest, it's not as easy to use as Apple Music for, that's my, iPhone, fair. for my iPhone. Now, that's fair. Like, you know what I'm saying? If, if Tidal was like, boom, right there, and I could use it as easily as I use Apple Music, then I, I, I 1 million percent would sign up for Tidal because I'm that much of a Jay-Z fan. So you don't like but the I interface. Tried, that's what I'm saying. User-friendly. I tried Tidal. That's I tried the interface. That's it's fair. It's slow. That's fair. And I'm that's why they that. last. That's why they behind Spotify, and that's why they behind iTunes and Apple Music. Because that's, that interface is terrible. That's why they fired two CEOs and they working on a third one. That's fair. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I just want to know because I feel like people love to put that out there. Like that's yeah. their favorite tweet to type. Tough. I don't, I don't disagree with you in that. People, <laughs> people go out of their way to be like, like oh, I'm on. not getting title just because everybody wants me to get title. People do do that. But to be honest, the, the, 
I think the people who really sit down and tried it and was like, okay, it's black owned. I'm gonna try this because I fuck with Jay. It got blueprint. It got a uh, reasonable doubt. I want right. to hear these, and it got everything that everybody else got. But then you get to it, and the interface is like, dude, Apple is so much easier. Uh, all right, that's you know fair. I ain't mad at that's that. the reason I left Spotify. I'm not mad at that. Um, all right, moving. Well, hold on. But first, before we move on, though, uh, news just hit. Rest mm. in peace to Prodigy of Mob yeah, Deep. Yeah, man. Forty-two years young. It's crazy. Mm. Allegedly, it was complications from sickle cell. Tough. Uh, that's been a wide known fact. He's always been open about that. He talked about it on the Breakfast Club. He talked about it in his book. Pac talked about it. Pac talked about it. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's wild, man. Mob Deep. I was never that big of a Mob Deep fan. I, there's a couple of songs or verses that I fuck with from Prodigy. I like the shit he did with Alchemist. I like, of course, Keep It Thorough was crazy. Um, I know when I went to New York, like they're not necessarily as big down south as they are in New York, obviously. But when I was in New Brooklyn for the Rough Rider show, like when they was warming that crowd up, nigga, best believe they were playing Mob Deep, mm. and all thirty thousand people in there were word for word with that shit. So I can't deny the impact that they had at least in their early days with the infamous uh, albums and shit of that nature. So rest in peace, um, Prodigy. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Um, all right, moving on. My guy, Vic Mensa. That's your guy. Now. My boy. That's your that's, that's your boy. It is. Mm. Fresh off his EP, the what manuscript. Did, what did this happen? He pulled up to Everyday Struggle. The, uh, they show pulled up with, on him, actually. Ah, uh, well, they pulled up on him in L.A. Yeah. Um, Joe Budden, DJ Academics, and... Nadeska. Don't and, don't yeah, her, Nadeska too. Out, man. Shout out to her. Her, too. Yeah. Do some justice to Nadeska, man. She all right up here. Yeah, she all right. No, she cute with the legs out and stuff, <laughs> Shout out to Desco, man. Um, now, Vic Mensa has some shit to get off his chest with DJ Academics. If you know DJ Academics before this show, he has a YouTube um, video that he puts up of news and shit going on around in the hip-hop world. And he has that kind of a funny voice that he narrates it to. He's got funny little images that go with what he's saying. He likes to crack jokes. He like He likes to have a lot of satire in his shit. And Vic Mensa didn't like the jokes that he cracked on one of his Chicago artists that got shot. So let's hear Vic Mensa addressing DJ Academics. We're going to see if this was fair or foul, how he talked to him, and check it out. They were repulsed by the fact that so many people outside the culture of Chicago, they, were, they hyped up the music not knowing that real lives were being affected. How do you feel about that? I wanted to slap you in your face, mm. honestly. People exactly like you made a following off of clowning situations that we go through in real life whatever made you feel like you had a, a space to have a perspective on our people dying drill was was so hyped up by everyone i had to give a different perspective the content was not just negative it was just negative and i'm gonna tell you the truth i really think you're a bitch who made you eligible to even weigh in you sitting at a computer everybody weighs in fucking typing you talking about real shit what the, you know about that bro the, those are ballsy things to say not coming from a ballsy person it's just kind of sick when it's real people dying young i'm at those funerals man that's some whole shit Woo. hey man those sound like fighting words to me um, um, now let's keep it professional. Oh, all right. <laughs> let's keep it professional. Cooler heads eventually prevailed. Yeah. Was uh, Vic Mensa fair or foul for going into DJ Academics like that? Pause. And mm-hmm. how did Academics handle it? Vic Mensa was definitely fair in how he did that. I think that was one hundred percent appropriate in keeping it professional, right? Like yeah. he didn't. He wasn't aggressive towards dude. He just I, I feel like you was a bitch. 
That's, that's like, pretty aggressive. I'm being nah, honest. that's not aggressive. And like I'm in your face, like I'm yelling Spitting at in you. Your face. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you know what aggression? Like aggression is Birdman walking there saying, "Put some respect on my name." With eight goons. Yeah, that that's aggression. I'm here. I'm dolo. Like really, I'm just letting you know, my nigga. I feel like you a bitch. <laughs> Like you can say that in a way that it ain't aggressive. Like and so if you want to, if you want to try me about it, then we can get aggressive. <laughs> but I'm necessarily just chilling. And I'm telling you, you a bitch. <laughs> I can see that. Right. Yeah, you know I'm saying I've seen that happen before. So oh. with that being said, I feel like academics also handled it well because he didn't try to respond to that with aggression. He went like, "Oh my, I ain't this, I ain't that." Like, no, he ain't take it personal. Yeah, he ain't try to stand up and say, "You ain't gonna do this and you ain't gonna do that." (laughs) I've already done it. It's already happened. Like, I already called you a bitch, right? And I already said I wanted to smack you, right? So I don't feel like that he could have responded in any other type of way other than giving his viewpoint or saying why he did it. First now, what I don't agree with, my fault. What's that? What I don't agree with is how, why, why he said he did it. Like, he is a, a a commentator of the culture. That's cool. But what Vic Mensa was saying is like, bro, like, you don't really know what's going on. And you're trying to do this deep dive and make it act like you this dude that knows so much about drill music, hip hop, or Chicago. And you're making it to all of these people that listen to all your YouTube pages. You're making it seem like you didn't did your fact checks. You didn't did your research. You didn't talk to me. You didn't talk to the other people that were affiliated with this. And you bringing this to the people as if it's fact. That's why he was hot. He I was mean, mad because he didn't do the proper research. You're calling yourself this journalist. You're calling yourself this person who presents the news to hip hop. If you're not going to do the proper research, then don't call yourself that. Call yourself um, media takeout. Right. Call yourself the rumor report on all hip hop. But don't call yourself DJ Academics and saying I'm bringing the truth and the real shit from the streets because you ain't check with me. And I know this dude. I know these people. I know what's going on and this is not it. See, the thing that I got from that is if you've ever watched a DJ Academics video and listened to what he's saying versus what's being shown during the video, he likes to do silly shit. Mm-hmm. He likes to get pictures and videos of people in compromising positions, unflattering photos and stuff. And he's trying to be, he's trying to be silly. He's trying to right. be entertaining and That's, funny. That, that true. What, what Vic Missa also took offense to that you're being funny and having satire in your videos about people who are actually getting shot and losing their life. And, and that's not that funny. And it's people that I know and it's not funny. And I and Vic Mensa was on it like, I know Lil Dirk don't fuck with you. I know this Chicago rapper doesn't fuck with you. I know you can't go up there right now. And now, and like you said, to academics credit, he didn't get mad and get sensitive and all right. of that. He stood his ground and was like, nah, I got actually a pretty decent fan base in Chicago, bro. I got a lot of clicks. I got a lot of viewers, got mm. a lot of comments. That ain't the right thing to say, though. But I mean, I, I'd rather him say that than nothing. Nah, but don't 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 fight back and say, well, actually, because now niggas gonna try to they're gonna try to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you get me? I ain't even trying to be funny, but like he ain't the type of dude that can come back and say, "Well, actually, I do have." I mean, guys that's the computer shit. But don't play with me, though. I had in like, behind the computer all, screen shit. All um, Vic Mensa was saying, like, "Don't play with me. Right, like, right, don't play right. with the people that's up here. Don't play with what we got going on because it's real." And I don't think that you are understanding this as real. And nah. it, it, it seems as you taking us as a joke, like it's some bullshit hip hop thing. Nah, this is our real life, and he ain't respecting that. Yeah, so I think he needed to take a little bit 
more respect to the approach. See, see what what academics likes to do is at the very end of the video, he may offer some kind of, "Hey guys, let's chill out with the bullshit." Right, right. Like he, after four minutes of going in, mm-hmm. the last eight seconds may be uh, uh, ending on a positive note. True. And what he was trying to say is that's the balance, and in actuality, obviously, it's not. <laughs> let's be honest. Now, well, my question is, what's the difference between what academics is doing and what you do about Tiger or what I do about Two Chains? Mm. Like, what's the? Di- is there a difference? What if Two Chains was hot in me? Mm. And like, and wait. I'm because okay. I said I, I, I right, jump wait, out the wait. air wearing Gucci. I Whoa. think that shit whack. True, but what we do every week is talk about rap, right? For sure. We get here, we do our videos, we do our YouTube thing, shameless plug about videos or whatever it may be. We we're judging people on their skills and their ability to perform as artists, right? While he was mad at these academics, you're trying to do a deep dive into why people are getting killed gotcha. in Chicago. Yeah. Me and you not doing that. Just because they rap, yeah, that doesn't like, give you the pass saying, to talk about You're it. not telling me that you don't like 2 Chains because you don't feel like he real. Right, right, right. I'm not telling you that I don't like Tiger because I think he's some. Well, actually, he is a whack dude. See? But I mean, I mean he is. Tiger like, coming. He's proving himself as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got security. Tiger, you have an uh, open I, invitation to come the show. Come on. Come on. Uh, with that being said, like with that, it, it ain't in malice, and I feel like that that Vic thought that him speaking on their culture, them people that he knew, them people that he had to go to their funerals, them people that he knows their families, gotcha. them people that he still got to provide for, and you saying, "Oh, this is the reason that it happened because of this lyric and this bar." Like, no, bro, it ain't got nothing to do with that. Right, I'm right. from here. I know what's really going on, and it ain't got nothing to do with what you're talking about on YouTube for your hundred thousand views. Over. That's or, why he was mad. Go ahead. Over or under three months before DJ Academics quits this everyday struggle thing. Over. That check, really? That check gotta be nice though. How they get Joe Buttons out of the house and say he stopped rapping? But check about, cool about, though. Yeah. No, that check cool. Is it bro. worth it gotta getting, be cool? Is it worth getting clowned? I every mean, day? he just need to hire security. But no, he, gonna he, sprung, he gonna get sprung on one time. It's gonna happen. No, see, this is the thing. This is what I mean by this. If you watch the promo for this, which I know we watched because we shared it in about eight group texts because it was hilarious. Right. Complex chopped this up to make him look like the fool. They chopped up Vic Mesa going in job. back to back to back That's to his back. Job. So, so you want to be the pinata on the show? That, That's what I mean, you want to be known what for. What else you gonna do though, nigga? The check don't look that good. It I might. promise. I come from That's Complex. What I'm saying. It might. Nah, not <laughs> well, that good. Well, he may think that the exposure is that good. He may think that hey, being the pinata. Showing my face is going to open up more things for me. Now I may get advertisement. Now I may be able to play into some type typecast role as this guy in hip hop who has this opinion and get these different type of looks. Skip Bayless shit. Tough. Don't nobody, bro. Like people hate dude, bro. Now and, and now you you have to be a special type of person to embrace that and feed but off. I, of I, it. I I think there's there are a lot of people that are like him that love him. Who like his little his little internet stance? That how he many talks do you about, know? How many people? I don't, you know? I, nobody. That's my. But point. I'm old though. But no, no, that's no, what no, I'm saying. No. I ain't of his generation. But people know him. People you, of his generation like him. But you know, bro, how many comments on Twitter, on YouTube have you seen on this particular show? Where niggas like, man, Joe Budden killing this, but I hate Them DJ old niggas. Those are old niggas. I don't know that old people who had the time to comment. Like the rest of the people are commenting on uh, academics YouTube page. Are oh, you killing it, bro? Like academics? Nah, ain't no way. Academics anyway. always said me and my YouTube stands. He got people that are following him that like what he do. Uh, his videos are entertaining, but that don't mean I like him. I ain't though. never watched his video. No, his videos are entertaining. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? For what they are. He gone. I mean, I think he a cool dude on everyday struggle. But if he had not ever made it to this, okay, perfect point. If he had never been on everyday struggle with Joe Buttons, I would never have checked for academics. I would never have. But his videos be everywhere. That's cool. (laughs) Like that's what I'm saying. I never follow him on Twitter until now. I never follow him on Instagram until now. You're a fan. You're one of the stands. No, it's official. What I'm saying is now that I see him on that platform. I'm able to relate with him more, and I want to hear his opinion. Gotcha. That's what he's valuing in this relationship with Complex. Because, like, a person like me that don't listen to niggas like that, that's on YouTube doing reviews about shit that I could care less about, I'm not looking for it on YouTube, none of that. But now that I see him on Complex and I feel like I like Joe Budden's point of view, I like his podcast, I listen to this dude debate him, you got to... A group of people that are gonna subscribe to his stuff now and say, "Okay, let me see what he's talking about." Yeah, just because they know who he is now. Because I didn't even know who he was before now. And that's more the reason why he is going to leave that show after the next person calls him a bitch to his face. Mm -hmm. The next time they use him as a fucking ploy (laughs) and a pinata to promote the the same thing, though. Yadi, Yadi, and Joe had the same thing. Yeah, but Wale now now academics got one and Joe got one. No, Wale, he has two. Cause Wale went in on dude. I mean, Wale going on everybody. He ain't going on Joe. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like three that, months, bro. He I don't out. feel like that would have ended well with Wale and Joe going in on each other up there. Cause both of them too emotional. Nadeska need to just pull up on us mm. and just and just you know what I'm saying, just <laughs> fuck with us, dude. Like yeah, you're not going nowhere with that shit. Um, all right, man. Next up, that was hating. Speak, it was. It was absolutely. <laughs> next up, two chains. Speaking of two chains, shout out Nadeska though. Absolutely, man. A couple of Atlanta albums dropped this weekend, and we had Young Thug dropping Thugger Girls. He it was called Easy Breezy Beautiful Thugger Girls. Now it's just beautiful. Th- I mean, I don't whatever. Young Thug came out. Who get? All right, go ahead. Big Boy came out with the Boomerverse, and then Two Chains came out with the Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. Is this really a question? Who had the bigger weekend? Which one? Who, who had won? The bigger fucking weekend? Are we serious here? Young Thug. Oh my god. Big Boy. Big boy. Did nah, you listen to that big boy? I listened to all three. Mm-hmm. First of all, I listened to every fucking thing. Second, yes, I did listen Allegedly. to Big Boy. I had very low expectations for, for it. For that big boy? Not because big I had boy, very low expectations for a top five rapper ever. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't even hold my face on that. For a top eight group rapper ever. Big Boy is a legend. He's the first ballot Hall of Fame with Outkast. They're probably the greatest rap group of all time. What about with solo? that being said, his solo albums are trash. <laughs> trash. Period. Trash. Nigga, did you listen to this? No, I didn't. I ain't gonna Have lie. you heard any of it? Sir Lucius Left Foot and all? Bruh. I heard I, so. <laughs> I fuck with Big Boy too. heavy. <laughs> big Boy, them solo albums, I can't, they don't, they don't, is, I can't relate. Would you rather watch a Big Boy movie where he's acting? Or a solo album. Big Boy in Atlanta, excuse me, in ATL was hilarious. <laughs> big Boy, so I want to see you on the screen. If you rather have a Big Boy movie with him being the main actor or a new solo album, which one you take? The movie. I'd have. I'd rather I have him write lie. a book or fucking <laughs> a book. put out an energy drink or anything besides an, a solo album, bro. They just don't work. He had a couple of songs on here. Killer Mike snapped on both of the ones he was Tough. on. He got a couple of it's beats. One with him and Jeezy and Killer Mike is hard. That's hard. The Kill Jill is hard. There's a couple of songs on there, man, but it's uber forgettable. Like it's just I not memorable, it, bro. And what? the reason I ain't listen to it because, like this, you said the sort the Sir Lucius Left Foot or yeah. and and the, what, the what Vicious was Lies and Dangerous some shit. Now nah, what was the double album? 
Oh, the speaker the box love below. Okay, yeah. Like none his of, tape was trash yeah, on that. Like group. I feel like he tried to do too much, and I won't. I really just want him to just rap. I just want about some real. Nah, not even if if, if Big Boy gonna do an album. Big Boy a real enough Southern MC to give us an album that Southern people can relate to. Like if you ain't trying to sell it to New York, and you ain't trying to do those big goofy songs, if you ain't trying to do the whole world falls down or whatever it may be, or. Um, Miss Jackson or Rosa Parks like I feel like Big Boy could deliver an album that's similar to what we hear from Southern artists that we like and that are we, we label as Southern classics and he just don't do that and I don't understand why yeah, nah, I just need 11 dope songs with soul samples and CeeLo on the hook and like <laughs> a dope feature from Jeezy and a dope feature from like Killer Mike. Like that's what I need from him. And I don't understand why he does not do that. He just doesn't make good solo music. It, that's all. But We've he seen could this though. That's the thing. Like yeah, the album. would have already. If, if you could give me a criminal with just Big Boy, that'll be a fire solo album. He can't do it. Why? Maybe Andre was the, the problem. Was the, maybe Andre was the musical person behind crafting them songs. That's highly likely. We know Pimp C was with UGK. So I mean, like you never know. Maybe niggas just work better together. You want to hear the MJG solo? No, but you'll hear that motherfucking they bought MJG out fire. Clearly, but I, so yeah, enough of that big boy. I can't fuck with it. Shout out to him though. Uh, that young thug is trash. I tried to listen to it. He's singing, kind of, sorta. I don't, I even don't know get why it. We jumping around on this. Fuck that Young Thug that album. Garbage. Pretty girls like trap music. Two Chains, Titty Boy. Let's go. I'm proud of Two Chains. I'm gonna be. Real. I'm proud of Two Chains. Because if you ain't gotta be proud, we shaking it right now. We don't need the rest of y'all. He Let's finally, go. He finally double did salutes. It. He finally did it. Finally did it. And by it, I mean... Go listen to both. Not put out a mediocre album. Go listen to uh, Based on the True Story. One I'm, and two. I'm proud of them. Bang. Um, this, this album was grade A high-quality trap music. It's exactly what it was. It's 2 chains music. That's what it is. Um, We're changing trap music to 2 chains music. Good beats. 2 yeah. chains music. If I had a knock... I would say the last two songs, the one with Pharrell and Monica, don't fit the album. They do. But they're good songs. The one with Monica Bang, the one for real. It doesn't fit the album at all. Not the one for real. It's just, I got Pharrell, I got a Pharrell on the track. Like, why wouldn't I? But. It's not a bad song, though. Now, now, listen. He said on his next album, he's going more to their soulful stuff. So the Monica thing was a lead into the next album. That's why it fits. Ah, okay. So that's the, cool. The Pharrell, I ain't got nothing to do with it. But, but the that's Monica, not a bad The Monica though. thing is leading into his next album. Because he said he want to take more away from, like, the popular songs or the hits or the uh whatever's gonna be on Billboard and he wanna do soulful where he can rap and tell a story type trap well type records. Yeah. And that's what he wanna do in the next album. So that's what the Monica song was leading into on the outro. We'll Go see ahead. that three years from now. Nah, that's coming up soon. <laughs> Shout out to Shane. Uh, was that Pretty Girls like soul music? No, nigga, that's just soul music two chains ripping it. All With right. that being said, what you think about the album? No, I actually, honestly, banging. all jokes aside, it is banging, though. Banging. I think that trap check is amazing. Sway Lee, the hardest feature on there. Um, I called that years ago. Sway Lee. It's the Beyonce of Ray Shrimmer. You know why Sway Lee killed that? Because No talented. one else could have did that. No one else could have made their hook sound like Sway Lee made it sound. Nobody. That. Yeah, that's fair. And he murdered it. <clears throat> murdered You're officially it. a Ray Shrimmer fan just now. No, I don't even know the other dude's name. Um, but I will say What's the two chains is riding. 
Um, I get to him. I get to him. And I like the rollout, too. He had the pop-up shop down here. I'm super hot. I ain't pull up. It's still up. Is it? Tough. With the clothes and shit? They had some today. I don't believe that. The house with the car, friend? Yep. And they got some tomorrow. Really? Yep. I might pull up to that then. I'm hot. Tough. Uh, I, I saw the Trap Salon. That was dope. I like the I love the concept. I even like the merch. The hoodie is fly. Oh, like man, I like the merch one. fire. The merch is hard. Listen, the merch is fire. I need a little jacket. I hey, need a jacket the, the jacket the killer too. That's killer. I'm 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 impressed. I really with didn't this. even want to put everybody up on there, but you should you you, should, yeah. you you let the cat out the bag. Now it's gonna be sold out. Fuck it. Two chains. You owe me a jacket now. I'm tough. I need that. I'm proud of him, man. He finally did it. Finally did it. He, yeah. he been doing it. <laughs> Been doing it uh, Alright man Moving on Another Atlanta rapper man Roscoe Dash Now Roscoe Dash Is in the news Because a Twitter user <laughs> Uploaded a screenshot Of his Lyft driver Jeffrey <laughs> Young Jeff. Who looked eerily Like Roscoe Dash How do niggas know what Roscoe Dash look like though I mean I do I'm in this rap game heavy. I, I have no Like Roscoe Dash Could walk up to me at Wherever And I would be like Alright bro <laughs> No idea what he looks like Man, so the uh, the Twitter user ordered a white Tahoe, and Jeffrey popped up. He looked just like Roscoe Dash. See so the, the Twitter XM, user man. contacted the Lyft driver and said, "Hey, bro, are you Roscoe Dash?" I see you with the XL Twitter. The motherfucking the, the the Uber. I mean, the Lyft driver uh, hung up the phone in his face and canceled the ride. So that pretty much all but confirmed that damn this might have been Roscoe Dash. So fast forward, Roscoe Dash does a video to clarify, air quote, the lift allegations. He claims he actually showed the truck with the lift sticker in it. Right. And he said that his truck. It was his truck, and he said that he let some of his homeboys use it for side money for Lyft. Does he let them use his face as well? And name, because his name is Jeffrey Johnson. Mm. Now, my question is, let's assume that he does lift part-time. Right. Is it smart for Roscoe Dash to diversify his portfolio, or is, is this it, a bad look because he's a rapper driving a lift car? Is it still smart for us to assume that this wasn't him? No, because that was his face and name and car. <laughs> and his cocaine. So, now that we know that he was driving lift part-time in between jobs, I don't see anything wrong with it. He got a job. He don't want to go work or not. I mean, excuse me. He doesn't have a job. He has a car. Right. A car that can get people around and a way to make money. Roscoe Dash has big singles. Big singles. Listen, if Roscoe Dash don't want to go work at Burger King, McDonald's, wow. Waffle House, whatever it may be, he can drive Lyft in the meantime. So this is and a good cool. look. You're this is what you're telling me. I'm not me. saying it's a good look. I'm saying I'm not sure how many people would recognize Roscoe Dash <laughs> as their Lyft driver. Bro, if I ordered an Uber or in Lyft and I was going out of town, just went to Cancun a couple of weeks ago or wherever it may be, if you did, right. and it was Roscoe Dash, I I promise you, I, would, I would not know. I would. I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, it's a cool little black dude <laughs> driving the Uber. What's up, my boy? I, I got my headphones in, and I'm keeping it moving, dude. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to that new DJ Khaled, that new Jay-Z on my sprint shit. I don't even know that this is him. There's no way, pa. I don't even know what Roscoe Dash looks like. Listen, you may not know what he looks like. A lot of people don't. Roscoe Dash is- Who ratted him out? Was this like a, a young white team? Nah, just a Twitter user in the A who recognized Roscoe Dash. That's crazy. Now, Roscoe Dash is 27. He was a part of or had several <laughs> big name songs. He's even produced and written on songs. You're being, okay. No name, hands. Name them for people. Okay, no hands. No hands. One. 
What's the other one? Yeah, who knows? It's Roscoe Day. I can't it's think off the top of my head. But he had a couple <laughs> of songs though. Nigga, he we haven't he hasn't had a song in like eight years. I'm not finna remember this shit. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what he looks like, so I can't. That's why he should be song. driving Lyft. That's why there's no problem with him driving no, Lyft. That's why he should be You can't name songs. his songs. I don't know what he looks like. He should be driving Lyft. He and that's be, cool. He should be ghost. I bought a car songs. with my music and now I drive Lyft. I ain't gotta go to work every day. I drive Lyft just to keep a little cool little weed sack and some little whatever money to do with the cooler gals that still remember me as Roscoe Daz. Dude. That's his life now. With, and no, that's cool. No, it's not. Yes, it with, is. Why you, ain't it? When you've made the money. What money? Or that you've had, because he's had big songs. What? He's had very big songs. That don't mean songs. he made no money. Well, that's, well, number one, I'm hot at you for that. What but I'm saying, assume, what individual songs did Roscoe Daz have? You're talking about features. You're talking about hooks. Give me one Roscoe Daz song. And when I give you the song, you're going to ask me for another one. No, nah, so I just that's want my one. No, nah, I just want one. <laughs> just give me one while you're looking through your iTunes. And while you're looking through your iTunes, I will continuously say he's doing good right now. He got his little Tahoe. It's paid off. He picking Lyft drivers, hopefully Uber too. Hopefully he getting <laughs> both of that bread. And he eating. He had all the way turned Every up. now and then, people are going to wreck all the way what? All the way Act like you don't know That goddamn song dude. I have no idea Man, That's what I'm saying Like bro You see what I'm saying You know you know how many people Use Uber and Lyft Way more people That know that song The song with Three times platinum Had a beat And that's had, three million people Had a beat You know how many awards. people That are servicing Uber and Lyft Right now He was also on Big Sean's Marvin and, Sh- Marvin and Chardonnay No one knows that no one knows it, but the Wikipedia people that put that in. He there. was also on the freshman list. That's like that's my. So this is my point. If wow. you're Roscoe Dash and you and you you stack your money properly, you're not what? driving stack Lyft. What money? You gonna let me finish? I you're not driving a no fucking Lyft. You're you're <laughs> teaming up with Lyft for a Dash service after your name, mm. so that you can get a faster. You're teaming mm. up with Lyft. You're mm. partnering with Lyft for the Lyft Dash. Right. That's uh, the extra quick expressway yeah. joint. Cool. That's what you're supposed to do if you're Roscoe Dash, Listen. not actually driving the car like I can. That sounds great. Coming Shit. from me and you people who think about this stuff. Obviously, Roscoe Dash hasn't thought about so this. So I'm hot at him. All right. So why would you expect Roscoe Dash? Or, no, let me ask you this. Why would Lyft? <laughs> Why would Liv say, "Hey, Roscoe Dash, we want to partner up with you and do a lift service and call it Dash"? Do you know how many people are in line before him? Uber Dash, dog. There's dog. Yeah, it would have been hard five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Not now. There's so many people Like me and you Gonna get Uber endorsements And Lyft endorsements Before they call Roscoe Dash I promise you that like We will do both commercials On our podcast Before he does That's a guarantee Y'all remember this dude Diver- I'm all for diversifying The portfolio But man come on bro I'm just saying I mean I don't, I don't see Nothing wrong with it though Man you got the car like if that's the only way he making money, then go ahead. And oh do it. my Here god! Here and then, people gonna realize you, Roscoe. Like, I, I like Woo. I stick to the fact that I, I I really do not think that people know who he is. Like if if Roscoe Dash would have come pick me up in an Uber, I wouldn't know it. Yeah. Uh, all right. And before we move on to this music break, quickly uh, an update on Tax Stone situation. Of course, the podcaster that had the Tax Season podcast that was involved in the Troy Al shooting last year. He has pleaded guilty to federal gun charges, no murder charges. Uh, he is facing 20 years um, with that federal gun charge. Any thoughts 
Are you kind of surprised that he pled guilty, taken to trial? Is any of this what? What do you? How do you anticipate this unfolding? Um, I think that he's gonna plead out to this and try to ride out whatever time they give him for this, hoping that they don't get any more information on the actual murder from any eyewitnesses. And they already got it. But why wouldn't they charge him? I don't understand if they say his DNA is on the gun and all that. It ain't enough yet. Ah, okay. In my opinion, I will say, like, it ain't enough yet for it. Like, if they was going to charge him with murder, they would have charged him with it when they charged him with this. So I feel like he may have got counsel to be like, hey, take this right now. Go on and start serving this, knocking this out, doing good time, letting them know that you're a good jail abiding citizen and then try to get this knocked out before they can even establish anything on a murder and hopefully that die out. Yeah, it's an interesting situation, man. It doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. This looks like losses all the way around. We ain't got no update on Trav's situation. He's still facing that second degree murder, ain't he? I think so. Yep. So this may be dragging on for a minute. I couldn't find a date on when his sentencing is. But uh, he just did an interview, man. For y'all that need y'all tax fix, y'all look up his interview on YouTube. With, it was with Miko? With Miko Grimes. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, I Good couldn't luck. listen to it because she Good luck. She was, I made it like 10 minutes in. Why you? Why you didn't like it? Nah, I ain't like I ain't like how she was interviewing him. I thought she, I thought she. It had more to do with her. It had more to do with her than it yeah. Did that's what I'm saying. Him. He was asking her about people that she had lined up. Yeah, and I, I ain't knocking her because I feel like she she got a little niche. She got a lane in what she does. I guess. But she could have handled that a lot better because she know him and he's comfortable with her. So it sounded like it was just them talking with nobody else listening, and True. that's not the well, point. So she might have, yeah, right. She might have just recorded that for that reason and and dropped it and been like, "Hey, can I drop this?" Right. And he was like, "Cool," but I feel like if it was going to be an interview, then she could have went about it a totally different way, just to get information out there, let people know what was really going on with him, and to sustain the fan base and kind of give them hope. Right. I agree. Um, all right, man. Moving to this music break before we get into this pop shit, which I still can't wait for. I may not even. I may play 10 seconds of this damn song, dude. I don't know. But Cameron just dropped. I saw this getting a lot of traction online. A lot of people saying Cam back. I don't know about that. He never left. I don't know about that. But we're going to play it. It's called DIA. And then we back talking all eyes on me. Got it back, I'm sitting tall. Maybe that's the reason that my wrist look like a disco ball. Who wanna dance, man? Let's take it to the disco, y'all. Remember, I ain't right for a year straight. I drank Cisco, y'all. This when I was 17. Basketball, hollow tips. Hollow tips came first on course. A nigga that scholarship. Fuck it. I ain't kid, never kid. Not one for politics. King of Harlem took me on that path. Please acknowledge it. Towers fell. Power game. Still let the sour pour. I ain't talking makeup when niggas was in that powder room. A lot of fiends coughing up mucus. Give me mine. Hurry up. Clean that up. I'm still the cutest. Baby 23, she on me like killer. You still the cutest. That was Killer Cam. Killer Cam said he back this year, man. He putting out a couple killer. of projects, a movie. That's D.I.A. How you feel about that? I like that. He put out a movie and a soundtrack. He didn't want to do the whole mixtape thing, so he's putting out the movie and dropping the soundtrack to go with it. Killer. How long has he been saying he's dropping a movie with a soundtrack, though? He's been saying that last, the six last years. eight years. That- <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> How long are we holding our breath fact. for this movie and this soundtrack to go with it? I ain't mad at Cam, though. I, I like Cam as a person, you as know, a as person, an entertainer. 
That's, that's, I think he's funny. That's the leeway for about to shit on a nigga. Nah, I like nah, nah. him as a person, but but it's over musically. Mm, is it's it over. over musically? It is. Why? You you want a full cam? You don't want to hear a full J album, but you want to hear that full cam? Nah, I ain't say that. I Come on that now. I'm just saying, why is it over for cam musically, and you want to hear a J album? I can ask you the same question. Because J is infinitely more, uh, infinitely better rapper. Than he's cam. more entertaining than cam, or as a rapper, he's a better rapper. He makes better music. Let me say that. That's true. That's all I'm saying. I get it. Shout out to Cam, though. I, I'll listen to that motherfucking SDE and that Come Home With Me any day of the week. You got that purple haze fucked up. That's okay. That's banging. That's, throw that in there. I'll listen to any one of them three, and right. they were 11 years ago. And Diplomatic Community. And we out of there. We living in a... <laughs> we diplomatic in Community. And we out of there. We though. living with two ways was out. <clears throat> all right, man. Now, look. All Eyes On Me movie finally came out on Pac's birthday last Friday. We went to go see that shit. The fame. Nigga. Various Twitter reactions, various social media reactions. Some celebrities went in, some celebrities defended it. What were your, tell me your expectations going into the movie before we get into what we thought. Tell me what you expected based off the trailers, the hype, the non-hype, whatever. What were you expecting to see? I just wanted, my expectations were... Something that didn't make Pac look too soft. Okay. Something that didn't make him look too gangster. Okay. And something that kind of gave us a backstory to everything that contributed to him being all over the place. Right? Gotcha. Like with the the, the, the mama stuff, which we seen. True. The Suge Knight stuff, which we seen. Yeah. The, the, the gangster stuff that you could call it with the cops and stuff, which we seen. The activist stuff, which we seen. Right, right, and right. I, I'm tipping my hand here as I say all the stuff which we've seen. I feel like the the movie adequately portrayed Pac in the light that we would want to see him in at my age anyway. Okay. Someone who grew up when Pac was rapping, that bought All Eyes on Me the week it came out, that listened to it amongst his peers and was like, "This shit banging! It's the best double disc ever! It's the first rap hip hop double disc!" And I was hype about it. Right. All those things added into it. To me, it was dope. Like I, I can't walk away with it and say I'm not satisfied with what I seen because I am. Okay. Now, could it had it been like more in depth or more cleaned up? And hold that? on, hold on, before we get into all that. Uh, okay, go ahead. Shit, go ahead, go ahead, I'm go just ahead. on the expectation tilt. You finna tell me what you hated, liked, loved? Man. Slow down. That's what I do. But my expectations were. I, I'm gonna be honest. They were borderline low because I didn't really like the trailer like that. Now you love that trailer. Bro. No, I what? We got documented footage saying it. No, it was okay. It was just okay. I thought dude looked like him, but I didn't think he sounded like him, and I thought that was gonna be a problem. Um it, it was some questions about who all was on board, whether there was gonna be music or not. Like, I was afraid of all of that. Benny Boom is not John Singleton, he's not F. Gary Gray. Shout out to him though, but he's not an established movie producer like that with a with a resume. Now, he has done a movie or two before, but they haven't been, you know, of, of the legend or of the size of a F. Gary Gray joint or a John Singleton or an Antoine Fuqua, who was also supposed to have directed it. So I was a little worried going into it. Right. Now, for what I thought about it, my initial thought when I walked out of the movie dead ass serious, and this was after Jada Pinkin went in. This was after 50 Cent went in. This was after the Pac had an iPhone jokes all on Twitter. This was after I seen all of that. My first thought was, 
it wasn't nowhere near as trash as people were saying it was. Like that was my. I was like, did I see a different movie? Do you think that skews your expectations, though? Do you think because we seen so many people? Because I was scared. I was like, too. I, I went to go see it on Saturday. We went to go see right. it on Saturday, and we'll talk about our experience in just a second. But we went to go see it on Saturday, and I was genuinely scared because people were like, oh, this is a Lifetime Pac movie. Yep. This ain't got nothing to do with Pac, or it ain't good, or it was so out of whack. He got the iPhone filming at the concert. <laughs> he doing he doing uh, stuff off of um, Machiavelli, doing right. like, um, All Eyes on Me recording. All of that stuff that we seen out there in the Twitter sphere on social media scared me and and i don't know if it lowered my expectations as to when i went in there and it was above decent right i ain't gonna say it was great but it was an above decent movie and it being above decent being like okay i'm, I'm fucking with this because i i knew Pac, and i tell you a lot of it had to do with the nostalgia absolutely the car canai the, no, the the knowing the actual time like Remembering the sore speech from Snoop, Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Being like one of the most fire scenes is like the sore speech, and then the animosity, all the turmoil in the air when Snoop went back to the plane. I when he was at the uh, when he did the interview when with Edge Martinez. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, that was that, dope. that when he was like, "I'm cool with big yeah, and my homeboys," and like. Pac was like, what, nigga? Right. Nigga, we beefing with these niggas. And, like, the whole animosity behind that and the back scenes and behind the scenes behind that, that was dope to me. Yeah, that was a dope scene. Now, see, that's my thing. First of all, the costume design, kudos to whoever was behind that because the motherfucking carcanize was fresh. Tough. The motherfucking the starter hats was dope. The, it gave me the whole feel. And when you looked at what Pac had on, you could tell what era we was in. Exactly. You could tell this was Poetic Justice Pac right here. You could tell this was Juice Pac right here. And I thought another strong point, and first of all, it's not without its flaws. Let's be very clear about that, and we're going to get to that. But what else I liked was I thought the supporting cast was dope. I thought the Pac guy did a good job. I he thought did. he looked exactly like Pac in several of the scenes. Tough. His mom killed him. Oh my God! His mom his bodied mom it. Afeni murdered it. Afeni bodied it. I thought the Shug was dope. That's Gail off of Walking Dead too. Absolutely, absolutely. I thought Shug was dope. Um, my uh, only no, nah, nah, Shug was. Dope. I fucked with him. The only uh, person I could I had a little gripe with was Snoop. Snoop. <laughs> it was Snoop. They didn't even like they had the voice over there. Yeah, if, you you thought it was funny. I thought it was tacky. No, so for the record, if you didn't know, yes, that was Snoop's actual voice doing the voiceover. I thought that was tacky. That was a risky move because at first it was funny. It was tacky. But then Snoop talked too much, though. He had too many lines. Oh. So now it's like, are you trying to fool me and make me think that's not Snoop? Or <laughs> is this kind of like comedic? Are you trying like, to be are lighthearted? You trying to be funny? Are you trying to be funny? And I, I ain't think it was time to try to be funny when he was grabbing a Nike. And he was like, all right, cuz. It got old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, he had too many lines. Right. So he had too like, many lines. I need either someone who sounds like Snoop or this nigga got to talk. No, just had a nigga talk. We'll just let him talk. Nobody's going to. We know this is Snoop. Right. Just, we know he don't sound he like looked, Snoop. He had let the fro. He had right. the blue crip flag. He, he had, had all long, that. He had the long nose. Yeah, he had all that. Just just had a nigga talk. What, who he sound like? Barry White? Like, why right. couldn't you just let him like, talk? Yeah, that's true. So, in, in my opinion, it didn't blow it for me, but I can understand somebody saying, bro, that was whack. I get that. I ain't tripping off it. But I did think but that, that there were yeah. several scenes. I thought him getting off the plane was fly. Like, the, it was good cinematography. 
I like the Hill Harper character. That was fun. I like how they set that up. You have to cover a lot of time in a short amount of film time. Yep. I thought that was a good way to do it because Hill Harper represented the media as a whole. That's why they were asking him about being a contradiction. They were asking him about the controversial stuff. How can you be this person and this person? That wasn't a specific actual reporter. He was representing the media, period. And I thought that was dope. That's true. I agree 100%. That was dope. And I feel like one of the dope moments in it, well, one of the dope moments overall was them being able to show the relationship and where he fed off all this stuff from from his mom. Yeah. You know, some of the stuff he's saying. Now, want to get into gripes right now? Nah, I still, I still want to talk about what I like. Hold on. Because I, 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 I like the subtleties. So from what we've been told, Juice changed Pac. Mm-hmm. People say that he kind of took on that role of Bishop in real life. And you saw that in the clip when they said cut, but that nigga kept going. He kept staring them down, kept mugging them and shit. They were like, oh, pop, cut. cut. I thought that was cool. Uh, of course, we also have heard that he was introduced to a certain life in prison. I thought they showed that very subtly when the people, when he was first walking in and they were throwing up signs. I thought that was very interesting. Little small shit. I love dude's facial expression when Suge asked him, are you, are you trying to leave? Who going to handle this then? Who going to handle these bills? Who going to handle these bills? Pac's face was priceless. Yeah, we got these little, these little studio bills. <laughs> 1. 1.2. He Dr. Dre beats. <laughs> he Dr. Dre beats that cost a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, he was stuck. And so I, I like that they highlighted that he was trying to leave, but he couldn't and why he couldn't. I thought that was good. I liked how they added Kadada in. A lot of people didn't know he was engaged. I liked that they added that in. Um, I, I actually, when I walked at the movie, I was like, I'm really slick fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's got its gripe, so we can go ahead and tell me something that you was like, nah, that ain't, that ain't it. I will add to what you just said, the, the, the part about the Quincy Jones daughter, that was real dope. Because a lot of people did not know that. Right, right, and I right. Feel like that was a dope part of the story to add into that. And they needed that for the love, life, interest of it. Music and was she, dope, yeah, too. And she was fine, and the music was dope. Um, Just hearing Pac in the theater was fire. Nostalgia. Before I even get into the gripes, like, I know, you and I know that he didn't perform Hail Mary at the at House, House of Blues, Blues right. on July 4th. I know that. We know that. Right. But me and you, we we, we study hip-hop. We do right. a podcast about it. There are DJs out there. There are people out there that follow this stuff, and they know that this stuff didn't happen exactly how it says. Absolutely. And this is going to get into my gripes. They're saying, oh, well, this didn't happen this way. Jada Pinkett says, oh, well, he didn't give me the poem here. I was hot at her for that. You know what you need to do, Jada? Just relax. <laughs> give it this little week. Let it bubble. Let people get their nostalgia in. Let people remember Pac from how they present it on screen, from how they want to remember it. But, like, just don't shit on it the day of. I don't think that's conducive because she's the same person. Last year was like, oh, no, black people were nominated for the Oscars. I'm not going. Yep. Like, don't shit on a black movie. Like, like everybody in this movie was black. Yep. But on the first weekend, you want to put out, oh, this ain't true? Like, don't do that. Bro, bro, black producer, black director, Director, all the actors, black icon. Listen, and now you come and say, oh, this is this and this and that. Day one. This affects the sales and affects Everything in which you're talking about when saying your husband, Will Smith, didn't get this at the previous Oscars. All they got to tie into it. 
bite your tongue for a week. If you really got to say something, talk about it next time you got something popping or when somebody asks you about it. If you Don't do to. the tweets. If you got to do it, right. wait a week. Bruh, that pissed me off because this is why it pissed me off, though. If you re- recall what she said, she said, okay, I, he didn't read that poem to me when he left for Cali. I found out about that when the book came out. I didn't approach him behind, you know, at a club. That would have never happened that way. Okay, that's fair. It, it, I don't doubt no, any no, one of them statements. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I don't doubt any one of those statements, Jada. But Jada being an actress and being in Hollywood for 20 plus years, a vet, she has to understand what her place was in that film as a plot device. And as a bridge to Pac's life prior to death row, prior to becoming uber famous, she has to understand that's why he reads the poem to you before he leaves, because that's why it makes sense for you to approach him when his head got too big and he was full of shit. That's why you're the person that's approaching him backstage, like you said, that you're you're the person who's. Providing structure to the protagonist of the story, keeping him grounded, or you at least trying. One, yeah, to. you the one that deliver the news. You the one is like, hey, this is going on. So, and you know that you ha- like she you has said, to know that bro. you're in Hollywood. You've done plenty of movies before. So, my thought process is, why are you trying to sabotage this movie? I don't get it, bro. I, I did not get that shit at all. It's not as if they had her slutted out on there. It's it not if they had popped home up. Yeah, it wasn't nothing bad about her in this movie. Come or on, anything man. for her to come out and say, "Oh, this didn't happen this way." She know she. I don't give a shit. You read the he read the poem on Tuesday instead of Friday. Bro. Like nobody who gives a who shit. Who cares? Dude? Nobody and cares. To bro. even pile on top of that with fifty, I'm hot. I was hot at him too. On, but that make bro. more sense though. It nah, makes more but sense it makes sense. But like, how long are you gonna be the petty nigga? He's going to his grave that way. That's 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 sad because fifty ta- more talented than that. That's his brand. We've seen now, nah, but look though, we've seen power. Power's crap. We know he got the BMF stuff coming. We know he talented in this field or allegedly so from executive producing films and things like this. So for you to go out of your way and shit on this and say it was a bad movie when it was 10 times better than your movie, it gives me some type of I'm holding back now when, when when you put your name on stuff because now I feel like, hey, this was all right, and you shitting on it totally. You were hating. Yeah, exactly. You were hating not even giving your artistic point of view from being a right. director or a producer. You got TV shows. You couldn't swallow that shit for a day and be like, you know what? This was all right. I didn't get it. He outbidded me. This dude, or what's my man name? T.J. Hutton. L.T. Hutton. Outbid he him outbidded for the me. He wrote a better story than me. You couldn't swallow that for one second and be like, you know what? Cool. Good job, bro. Now, it look, wasn't how I would have did it, but good job. This this is how I knew. First of all, I wouldn't even be surprised if he didn't see it. That's number one. You don't think he went to see it? You think he no. just put that out there? No, I just wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I'm not saying he didn't. I just wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. I ain't going to say that. Number two. For a little backstory, Fifty and LT Hudden, who is the producer of this movie, had a little bit of a bidding war for the BMF rights. Fifty ended up winning and getting the rights to put that allegedly that's coming on stars soon. But need that? Yeah, absolutely. Now, but here's the thing: when Fifty went in his IG rant, he this is how I knew he was full of shit. He even said, "And I'm not even hating y'all. This shit is actually when you have to say that." That means you're hating, bro, because you feel that what you're saying sounds like hate because you know it is. So you have to try to clear it up. That's like saying, oh, my mama. No, bro. We already know you lying. So like, bro. And then you made Get Rich or Die trying the movie. Am I missing something? Trash. Is that Scarface? Trash. 
Is that a classic? Because I saw it and it was just some look cool. If that. At best. If that. Nigga made Before I Self Destruct. Do anybody remember that? <laughs> Do you remember that DVD that came with the shitty ass album? I don't believe it was a DVD with that. That's, what I, that's my point. So for you to no, go wait, out of wait, your it way. It was a DVD with that? Yes. It was a movie or something? Yeah, Before really? I Self Destruct. No way. That, that's what. Bruh, to go out of your way, the movie has been out for 10 minutes, and to shit on it in the way you did, and I saw it, and it wasn't nowhere near as shit as you claimed it to be. Right. You was as pet. But that's his brand, though. I expect that from him. Jada disappointed me. Her brand is different. Her brand is Oscar so white. Her brand is I'm boycotting this because there's no black faces. Did she do that for Will, though? Probably. (laughs) I mean, but. I'm hot at Will then. You mean, wait a minute, Oscar like, saw white she, shit or this right here? Nah, did she come out and say this, like, because she didn't want Will to think that she had a closer connection with Pop? Nah, they, they got pictures hugged. Everybody knew that. I mean, well, I ain't going to say everybody, but people knew school, that they were though. tight. It was in high school, though. It was in art school or whatever the fuck High school. Whatever before they graduated. That's what I'm saying. So, like, Man, did she Will, do this, Will Smith did she, fuck did she about do that. this because she feel like he may be insecure? Bro, Will Smith is somewhere right now with three Korean that's bad not, bitches laid up. Man, you a goddamn lie. Let's Will not Smith? Slander. Let's not slander my uncle Will Smith. That's not slandering. He's my beast uncle. mode. They got an open shit He's going married. on. He's married. They ain't got no agreement? Nah. You're crazy as fuck. If they had an agreement, she wouldn't shit it on this movie. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Let's Man, go if they ain't got an agreement. Yeah, okay. She wouldn't shit it on this movie. I feel like that this would like, she would have liked this if she wasn't married to Will Smith. Like, appreciating what Pac left as far as a legacy. I don't think that this diminished anything that Pac had as a legacy. Everything the dude brought to the table, especially being a rookie in the movies. Now, the ending was some slaw. Oh, we got, we're going to get to that. Okay. Just a second. Don't even worry about it. So, with that being said, I think that everything that Benny Boone brought to the table being an a new guy in the movie game. Relatively speaking. Relatively speaking. So, it was dope. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, like, I wasn't sitting there like, okay, well, what about this? Well, what about that? And what about this? And for the people who were, you're digging too deep. You're looking for a documentary. And this is not a documentary. Already. This is a biop. Right. Like, Big Psych is not going to be in here. No. The outlaws are not going to be in this movie. They was in there, though. They was in there. Well, they just weren't named. That's what I'm saying. They just weren't like, like you're not going to have conversations and thought process or, uh, Plot twist or anything involving the outlaws. Yeah, you may get a little thing like you do with X Men, and you say, "Oh, that was <laughs> such a yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. You'll get that, In the and cut. that's cool. And we can keep that going. And when they do the outlaws movie, maybe they can use cool. the same actors. Cool. But now I don't need Big Psych saying, "Oh, this and that." Like I don't need that. Not, All it, I need is this Spock story, and what I got was cool. And, and Skyface, with the utmost respect, and I understand because he was close to the situation. But, bruh, saying that if Big Psych ain't in the movie, if MC Breed ain't in the movie, bruh. Hmm. Like, like, bruh, like, come on, man. We ma- you're making see, a feature okay, film in Hollywood, Like G. you see, and that's Scarface. With all due respect. Scarface was totally tied in. He Absolutely. Knew Pac, he knew the people around him. So I get him saying that. Bro, that's not but realistic, But one thing, man. like you said, he has to realize that's not realistic. It's not, bruh. 
It's you're making a feature film for general, uh, not only diehard Pac fans, but also casual Pac fans, casual hip hop fans, casual hip hop fans. People that seen NWA and was like, "Oh, this is dope." What's the next one? Absolutely. Oh, it's Tupac. I don't really know who this is, but I'll go see it because I like NWA because I like Notorious. Right. That's so. That's. Come on now. now. Now, one thing I will say, when I walked out of the movie, I tried to think of something that they left out that I wouldn't have mind seeing. And the only thing I can think about is when he got to fight with the Hughes brothers. I thought that was, I thought that would have been funny. I was listening to an interview, <laughs> like the podcast. I was listening to a podcast with uh, Benny Boom and... Uh, LT? Yeah, LT Hudden. Yeah. And they were talking about... Benny Boom said one of his first jobs as a production assistant was... Working for the Hughes brothers on their next film after that, where they got into it with Pac. Right, right, right. His job was to look out and make sure that Pac wasn't coming on set trying to whoop their ass. That's crazy. He said he lost all respect for the Hughes brothers after that. And I would have too. He said, like, everything that I learned about them, knew about their movies, been in society, or whatever it may be, I was like, after that, and he was like, all right, your job is to keep a lookout around me and make sure Tupac didn't approach me and hit me in my mouth. Yeah, it's crazy. Both of them. That, so I, I thought if anything was left out, that would have been entertaining because it, he famously snapped off in the Minister Society reading, totally. and that was kind of like the turning point of him changing, so to speak. So not, not Minister Society, poetic justice, right? No, he was in the Minister Society reading because he was supposed to play the Muslim friend. Ah, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot his name, but he was supposed to play that person, but he snapped off in the reading and beat the ass. And then he ended up seeing dude at a um a video. I think MC8, somebody video and it ended up fine on them. So a Spice One video. So I thought th- I thought they left that out. That could have been interesting. It's not that deep. That it's not there. I'm not tripping. But some of the things I didn't like. If I can understand somebody saying the intro was 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 a little bit jumbled because they had to cover a lot of ground in such a short period of time. Because honestly, people want to see that death. They want to see the rap pop error, and they want to see. Like the superstar part, you know what I'm saying? You you kind of have to go through the motions at the beginning. Okay, here's him being born. Here's what his mama was on. Here's right. what his family was on. Here's how we move. Here's how he met Jada. Here's how he moved to the West Coast. Like you're gonna have to. This you is gotta set two, up the plot lines, bro. You ha- you can't spend thirty minutes on him as a ten year old, bro. You just can't. Or on him in the studio with Big Psych and Noop making all eyes on you me. You can't do that either. You feel me? Like like it's just not. Bro, Malcolm X was three and a half hours long. Do you really want to make a Malcolm X Pac movie, bro? I'm not. I'm not sitting in the theater for four hours, bro. If it was a series, I'd do it. Of course. Like you mean, like if they did, like yeah, Kill they Bill, the Netflix. Nah, no, uh, no, nah, 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 like a Netflix. ten piece. Yeah, like you give me the yeah, ten of course. piece. See, okay. OJ came out last year. It was critically acclaimed. Or that. Or people the, that four saw piece, the four piece like that. Here, here we go. The o, no, I'm saying the OJ, the FX shit when they yeah. had Cuba Good. And that was a 10 episode joint. I was 10 episodes. That shit was fire. It. Now, you could do a Pac series like that and cover more but ground. But you got to base that strictly around one thing, though. That's 10 hours. You got you can work with that. That's 10 hours. You can work but, with that. But it was focused on the trial, though. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, of course. So, like, I can't do them 10 hours and go from Pac childhood to Pac death. If you could at two and a half, you could do it at 10. But people's, people's argument are 
that he didn't do it well in the two and a half. So I feel like if you take them 10 and you focus on the murder, the night of the murder, or you focus on everything leading up to all eyes on me, something of that nature, then it's a lot better than going through it the whole time. Because you get to go with a fine right. tone. Yeah let's, I mean, go, yeah, let's go through everything. Like, I think the the one thing in in – Doing documentation of Tupac that people have failed to do is focus on one particular thing because he was so outstanding as an artist and he was spread so far. Right, like he had the poem. The, excuse me, damn. He had Ooh. the poems and everything Acting. like that. Acting, yeah. the, the activism, the, all of that stuff. Yeah. and people try to cover everything. If someone were able to focus on one thing, then you're not. That's not Pac. Then that's not Pac. But still, no one has done that either. That's not part. It's a documentary. But, but no one has done that. Like, but, if you were to focus on the poems, or if you were to focus on the activism, or if you were to focus on just the rap, like, no one has done that because they try to cover everything. And that's why people are so upset with the movie, with the documentaries, with murder rap, with saying, oh, this ain't how it happened. But because you need context, they want you so to cover everything. You need context. That's why. Because you don't un- you're not going to get the full picture if I only give you a piece. I but need to know why if he's I'm this only heavy speaking to towards a piece, though, then I can do that. People want people feel like they need the liberty to be like, I got to cover everything when I'm talking about a pop. That's what me. people want. Exactly. They want it, but it would be more effective if it wasn't that way. I like, agree. It, oh, no, I agree right, with that. You know I like, agree with that. Exactly. I so agree if, with that. if you were able to just take one part of Pac and dissect all of it and be like, okay, here's this. Thorough. That's cool. Exactly. And you get four different people to do that, then you get a, a better understanding as far as one person trying to dissect all of it. I, no, I, I agree with that. Um, now, I will say this, though. Now, let's, let's get into the ending. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree with you. And I think this is why the majority of people walked out of there saying that they didn't like it. Because in a movie, if you don't stick the landing, everything else that happened before it is almost borderline null and void. Unless you're just really processing everything. Because that's the last thing you remember. It's actually the opposite with music. With music, the first, the first parts of the album stick with you the most. That, that sets the tone. True. So if the first song is ass, nah, like these, these next shits better be Fire effects. So it's different with a movie. It's the ending that better be fire. When is the last time you saw a fire ass movie with a whack ending? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's going to be tough to think of that because I'm going to ask you. Let's say you saw a fire ass movie with a whack ending yesterday, and I said, "Hey, bro, with that movie hitting on, you'd be like, oh, it's cool.' You said, you'd have been like, because oh, right. that the ending takes everything down. I think that's what some people why they were left with a bad taste in their mouth. He was laying in the street after he got shot, and the song that came on. Oh my God! Was a gospel song by Donnie McClurkin that I like. Huh. Now there was no church scenes in here. There was no mention of any type of gospel. Anything. It didn't fit the tone of the movie at all. It killed the ending, in my opinion. Now, if they would have played "Life Goes On" or "How Long Will They Mourn," I would have cried. Or I, I would have said I ain't mad at you. Me? I ain't mad at you. How long would they mourn me? Now um, hold on. No, I would have cried if they had to play one of them three. L- listen, I ain't gonna lie. And just for people that don't know what what that is, 
Let's play. This is life goes on. If they would have played this right here, picture him laying in the street. The picture the camera panning up like a drone yeah. or something, where you can verse. see people sitting in the in, in the streets mourning and sick. Picture this while this play. plays. How many brothers fell victim to the street? Rest in peace, son. There's a heaven for you. Be alive. If I told you that I never thought of that, my nigga, we the last ones left. If they would have played that song with him laying in the ground and the camera panning up in slow mo and showing people crying and how it affected his death, goddammit, I would have lost it. It would have been probably one of my the one of the two movies that I've ever cried at with my girl in this one. <laughs> that would have been it, dude. They played Life Goes On right there with Pop Pop Down. In the street? How many brothers fell victim to the streets? I'd have been done. I saw on air have a party at my funeral and every rapper rocking let the hoes that I used to know from come on. Nah, you done fucked the line up. From way before. Kiss me from my head to my toe and don't do me like that. Alright, there you I'm go. I'm there on pop dog. Listen. I'm there. If they would have played that at Give the Give me a paper and a pen so I can write about my life and sing. Go ahead. You done? If they would have played that <laughs> Fuck it. If they would have played that at the end instead of that bullshit ass gospel song. This would have been on NWA level. <laughs> Fuck it. This would have been on NWA level, straight out of Compton. If they would have played that, life goes fucking right, on at the right, end. I put that on everything. Relax, relax. Speaking it. of it being on NWA level, before we wrap up this segment, tell uh-huh. me where you rank this with NWA, with Get Richard Die Trying, with the rest of the biopics. Notorious. Notorious. Tell me where you put this. If Compton is an A, on the Whoa, wait, wait, what? If what? If it's an if it's straight out of Compton, straight out of Compton is an Compton's A. A, okay. And Notorious is a B. No, it's not true. I'm just saying for me, because I, I I wasn't mad at Notorious. If you watch Notorious now, it's a little too light. It's a little too silly. Just a little bit. It's, it's not cool. dark. It's not serious at all. Right. Um, I, it might have been PG thirteen. Now that I think about. Well, anyway, might have been rated G. Man, but it's not a bad movie though. I'm not gonna do that. I would say that's a B, B minus. If mm. this, so this Pac movie, Get Rich or Die Trying, I'm not even mentioning. Mm. Um, a Mile better a than mile. that. A Mile is pretty good, though. A Mile is a B plus. A Mile better than this Tupac movie? <sighs> nah. Bear, well, what about, uh, what about I'm About It? Is I that in this? I'm, let's be honest. I'm About It really ain't that good. Okay. This is, I mean, it's it's it, P. It really, it really is, though. I mean, it, it is, but it really isn't because he's biting Scarface on He's doing a lot of biting on it, and it's low budget. That's a fact. Okay. It's, it, we let that. It's not fair. This is big budget movies. Okay, all right, I get it. Um, I'll say eight miles of B plus. I'll say this was a B plus, and uh, but I'm gonna be honest. A huge part was that I was finally seeing Pac on screen. I'm gonna be honest. Like that was major. The nostalgia, the hearing those songs bang through the speakers. I don't give a fuck if it's Hail Mary and he recorded it in September instead of July. I don't care, dude. At that point in the movie, I was hype about that shit. It sounded right. good. Right. Dude looked uh just like Pac. People, you know what I'm saying? I, I was cool with it. I didn't give a fuck about his voice five minutes after I heard it. Like it, all that stuff, niggas was exaggerating. I don't care if the family was in on this or not. I'm only talking about the film. I, I, I just don't. People are worried about the small things. You forgot Pop did Hail Mary and Straight Outta Compton. He did. You remember that? He was, yeah. He was. Go watch Straight Outta Compton again and look at the scene where Dre rushes, runs out of Devro offices, and then the fucking helicopters and the police. Bro, come on. Like let's put, go go back to the last scene where he goes, what you gonna call that shit? And he turns around slow Man, and then stares yeah. at him after Matt. Like come on, now these movies aren't flawless, bro. If you want to put the microscope up to the shit, mm-hmm. so like I can't I can't do this pop movie like that. There was a lot of scenes that I fucked with, 
And I thought I thought it was good. It was entertaining, dude, and it brought back a lot of memories. Like, fuck it. Now, before we get to this music break, we have to talk about our movie going experience. Mm. I'm never going to this theater ever again. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out there. What's the what theater? Atlantic Station. Oh, you gonna shit on them like that? Absolutely. Mm. Never going back. First of all, we Atlantic go, Station where? Nigga, in the A, motherfucker. Ain't know where we at. I'm not going back unless they give me like a deal or something. I'll show up for that. But mm. uh or like a premiere. But anyway, we get there, we see securities there. That's for that's first sign. Okay, that's we doing the security because the Pac movie is out? Okay, bro. That's real, number one. Real security though, like I know, guns, like tough big, big dog people in all black standing outside the theater. SWAT like team security. To go down. So we go in there. I say about an hour and a half in. They were at the scene where Pac, a dope scene where Pac was in court telling the Giving the speech about how the judge wouldn't look at him. One of the better scenes in the movie. Fire scene. We hear a loud. We're sitting in the front of the theater because it's slammed. We, well, we was in the middle. Let's but that was the front middle. set Don't of rows. like that. That was the front set of we, rows. We got there fairly early, so we was in the middle. Okay. We, we had a, we had good seats. We were in the lower level area. We, we of had seats. good seats, though. Of course. Yeah, right. I wasn't breaking my neck. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, nah, nah. That, not that close, but we were in the lower section of the seating. Right. So we hear a loud thump to our right. Nigga fell down. <laughs> it's a dude that fell down the steps. If you fall down the steps at the movies, it's over. Go ahead and walk out of the exit. Yep. Leave. There's nothing else that you need to see. Please excuse everyone else from their movie going experience. Leave, bro. Just, just leave. He didn't leave. He instead gets up and walks down to the lower level all the way up to the screen. It was pouring down raining. Now, here's the thing. He's visual, visibly drunk. Done. Because he fell down the steps. Remember? Wasted. He fell down the steps. He's cooked. He looks it's, like a look, zombie. This ain't made up for the podcast either. This really happened, dude. No. And, and by the time he made it down to the screen, there isn't a set of eyes in the theater that's not looking at this nigga like, what is this motherfucker on? So the Pac movie playing in the background and everybody in the theater is looking at this dude who's drunk as fuck and just fell down the steps. Tough. All eyes and on he, him. All he's trying to figure out is what's going on. He don't know where yet. He looked like a zombie from The Walking Dead, dude. That, that's a fact. He's rocking back and forth. It's raining, like I said. So he's thinking, hey, everybody's looking at me. I must need to leave. Let me grab my umbrella. No, well, hold on. Before we get to that, though, he starts walking back up to the steps. He, he starts walking back up the steps, and he's throwing up west side with both hands. Not just one Strongly hand. Strongly influenced off Tupac and Hennessy. Absolutely. Both hand, we- strong two hand west side, by the way. I can only really do my right. I don't even believe it's a two hand west side movement. He did it. He did it effectively. That's I was amazing. impressed. That's amazing. On How ice you cube west side with two hands? Ice cube level of west side. Is that two side. W's? Yes, two W's. Oh, okay. So he's throwing up west side, and, and now people are on high alert. It's 2017. I get it. I was on high alert when the nigga fell down the steps. Actually, slick. Everybody should have been at that time. But yeah. so here's the thing. He gets up, walks past us, and gets to right in the middle. And next thing you know, I hear the four or five teenagers next to me get up out their seat and run out the door. Yeah. And I was like, damn, what the fuck? So I turn and look at little buddy. He's just kind of standing there like just like how a drunk nigga be doing in the club. They just kind of in their space. They kind of bobbing a little bit. Getting this way, Leo. Exactly. 
So when those kids got up and ran, I sat and I looked at dude and wasn't nothing going on. I sat back down but in my wait, seat. Wait, wait, don't don't diminish the umbrella factor. He hadn't people, got to the umbrella yet, though. He hadn't got to this. Nah, nah, nah. He, he didn't get to it yet. So I seen I seen him later than you did. Absolutely. I seen him when he had the umbrella. So I sit down and I feel my seat coming up, leaning forward. Mm. And I look behind me and the girls behind me are ducked in their seat. Under your seat. Yes, they're ducked under my seat. I can feel the back of my seat raise up. <laughs> so then I look back at dude. I'm like, damn, this nigga got a strap? Like, what are you doing? He got a fucking bomb strapped to his chest? Nothing. He's not doing anything but looking lit. And I turn around, and when I tell you it was a mad rush to the exes, bro. And Both then exits. he's walking up the steps, by the way. Both exits. I know, niggas was running to that front exit and not that turning front back. front exit and that regular exit. Packed. Dude. We, I felt like it was probably 10% of people not running. I don't and, even believe it was that much. It and was like me five. and you were 2% of that. Yeah, like me and you, like I was saying, me and you were two of the only people who were like, okay, relax, let's see what's going on. Right. So dude walks back up to his seats, grabs a backpack and an umbrella, umbrella for whatever reason. The umbrella they thought was a strap. I guess. By then, they cut the lights on. Keep in mind, the court scene is fire. Nigga, I am hot about this Best scene this in the shit. movie. This nigga Chris was sitting there with the with the uh, the resting bitch face, like what what the fuck is going on? You were sitting there with hey. the resting bitch face, like ever I've seen before. And like you were the dude hot. on the phone on the meme, like okay, the black what's the black dude on the phone with the meme? Ah, uh, calling uh that dude, the Republican dude with tough. the phone. That you were him. I was hot. You was hot. I was get off my lawn shit right there. Tough. You was hot. Cause that, cause people were running for no. Like I'm not the type. Like okay. We get the joke when it's a bunch of black people around. If one person gets up running, everybody's like, that's the joke been going on since Comic View. Yeah, no. Kings of Me? Comedy. Kings of Comedy. Or Kings of Comedy. Yeah. Me? I'm not well, that person. Well, I'm not thing, running for no reason. The thing was with this, though, like, okay, there are only two exits. Right. Right? So if something is going down and, 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 and people are getting shot... Yep. Both of those exits were full by the time me and you realized what was going on. For sure. So I got to get under the seat. Right. Well, I got to get the fuck out of the way. Right, To right, make right. sure I'm not getting I'm not running towards an exit at all. Man, I'm not. And that was our frustrations because niggas like, excuse me, people continue to run towards the exit. Like, oh, God, what's going on? He got to go out Relax, dude. Chill out. Let's figure out what's going on. Let's get this asshole out of here, and let's continue to watch this Tupac movie. Yeah, because they was fucking up my whole movie-going experience. Tough. So long story short, the, the cops come in. And grab I'm never going buddy. to Atlantic Station again, and it wasn't the cops. It was security. Security came in, got little buddy. They rewinded the movie, and like maybe 8% of the people came back into the theater to watch the it was, movie. It was people movie. that ran out of there flat out. They oh no, nigga! Back. Grab their purse, grab their shit. And I don't give a fuck about a refund. Nah. I don't care what a movie was that I watch it on Fire Stick. I'm out of here. They got. I out literally of seen like the whole front row in front of me, like out. They, they got, were gone. They got ghost. <sighs> and that's not me. I'm gonna be honest. I'm going. I look. You gotta figure scene. out what's going on before you do that, though. I want. My that's money. my point. I spend good money on these tickets, dude. Nah, like I'm just not running for no fucking reason, dude. <laughs> Now, if we were in if Transformers, I gun, if I had heard a gunshot, those out of it. I mean, or, that's different. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that was my point. If I'm in the new Batman movie, if I'm in the new Avengers, and, and there are yeah. people, white people with trench coats, that's, I'm out of there. I'm out. I'm out. in the Pac movie. I'm cool. He just lit. He drunk. Alizade I'm not doing head. the whole trench coat thing in the superhero movie because nah. he's shooting it up. Absolutely. Yep. Um. Now, real quick, before we get this music break, I did see some Pac lookalikes in there. Did you peep that? 
I did not. Nigga had the bandana tie frontwards. I feel him though. Somebody it's had po- the puck season. Somebody had the Red Wings hockey jersey on. I feel him. Nah, nigga Ain't was no hundred degrees. No. Nigga was hot as fuck no Saturday night. Dude. He got a hockey jersey on. Look crazy this for the culture, dude. This is for the culture. I wanted to wear my corset, but I couldn't find it. I wanted to wear my corset, but my titties were hanging out. I couldn't find that motherfucker. T.I. wouldn't let me hold it. Your breasts were hanging out. That's the problem, (laughs) dude. Uh, Shit, man. Tell us about your Pac movie going experience. Did you like the movie? Did you hate the movie? Was it just okay? Yeah, man. All of those people who said it was terrible, y'all let us know why. We we want to have a, a a conducive conversation with you about why you thought it was some slaw because we of that era. Absolutely, I feel like I grew up on Pac, and I feel like Pac is one of my uncles at the cookout who For was sure. wild. For sure, and had to be like, all right, uncle, I get you, I feel you. Every now and then, reeling back in, but I, I want to know why people who thought it was bad thought it was bad. Absolutely. Um, so let's get to this music break. Uh, Royster Five Nine has a new voice. joint. He has a new mixtape out. Let's play a quick piece of one of the joints called Line in the Sand. I like guns mode, you the type the knife. I mow the candy paint type, you mow the Mike and Ike. I'm from the mo, I mow the type to drive the ghost tonight. Like I'm the poke the guys embracing crime like I'm supposed to die. The face of crime like I'm the closing eyes post a guy. I mow the type to hold the dough, I'm nice. Call me so polite, dog, you motion ice. Prototype of pulverizing mics, aboard lights, roller coaster ride through polarizing alcoholic lows and I'm more the type to go incite the riot. Throw hollows and watch them go in your body as though they got invited. Not in this earth, trying to be godly at death because I was godly at birth. Might as well write a lot of these verses while I'm inside of a hearse. All right, man, that was Royster 5 9 snapping over that drug dealer's anonymous. How you feel about that? You fuck with that? Royce be rapping his ass off, man. That tape with four tracks, a track four, whatever it's called. Bar exam four. Bar exam four. Fire. Um. I liked it. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. He was ribbing it. Um, I guess it's a wrap for Slaughterhouse. We can go ahead and count that out. Yes, a wrap. Okay, it's a wrap for that. So we only have solo mixtapes to look forward to. I'm not mad at that. I'm going to check that out. But more importantly, though, hey, why they didn't play Life Goes On at the end of that goddamn pop movie? Not for real. Like, why they didn't play that when he was laying right there? Like, how did, could they not get that cleared? Did somebody own that? I don't even think that was it. I think that Benny <laughs> Boom and the Hutton guy. They didn't get it though. Like, they, nah, that's they, impossible, bro. No, nah, they didn't get that it needed to end up with that. They probably felt that if we do it with that, what's his name, Donnie McClurkin, it'll resonate with more people. Not taking into account that if we play Life Goes On, it's gonna resonate better with Pac fans. Gotcha. They was trying to resonate with a broader that's audience. That's a B-side song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were trying to resonate with a broader, a broader audience. If they had resonated and did that, life goes on like we said, our home run. It would have made the movie better. Hey man, ah right, yeah. But shout out to Royce though; he ripped that absolutely. Um, all right, man. Quote of the week. I know we're running long. Just hang with us. This was important. This is Pac, man. This is celebration, dog. We've been waiting forever. Hey, one more time. Shout out to the main actor, dude. He had the hardest. He killed it. Job in rap, and he will never have another acting job ever in Hollywood. Probably yet. not. But he, playing Pac. he had a very difficult task. You know how long we've been saying whenever they do this Pac movie, they better not fuck up the main Pac character. If I was him, I'm promoting everything that got anything to do with a Pac promo, feature, small look, any whatever it got to do, any story that got anything to do with Pac, I'm promoting. I, I, I want that to happen so I can be in there as Pac. 
that makes sense. If it's a dog pound story, if it's the death row the ice story. cube, the death row, whatever story that got anything to do with Pac, I want that to happen so I could be in there as Pac. He had a hard job, man. He did his thing. He did it. He killed that. All right. So, um, quote of the um, excuse me, yeah, quote of the week, man. This comes from Rico Love, producer. Uh, Rico he, Love, uh, Dungeon what, Organized Noise. Nah, that's Rico Wade. Mm. Oh, okay, um, you talking about the dude that writes the songs? Yeah, R&B I'm talking dude. about the R&B dude that be writing the songs and stuff. Man, he was on Breakfast Club, uh, pumping his. He's got one of those like music. Exhibition joints It's in like Indiana It's kind of like Revolt It's like Ex- a conference mm. In uh, Indiana? Yeah it's in Indiana He took it to the Midwest He said that was Untapped territory Shout out Indiana Absolutely Now he was on Breakfast Club Talking about The lack of superstars In mm. rap mm. And why There's a lack In superstars And why that's hurting The quality of music Let's play the clip, see if you agree. But being regular is cool now. It's way cool. You know, and, 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 to the and, point and where I you'll mean, see guys get an arena in, in uh, 30,000 people in sweats and a hoodie. I like that, though. I, I, I like that because there's no I, pressure on... I, I, on I, I, I think a lot of that made regular people try to keep up with the Joneses. I think what happens is we started shooting lower, though. This is what I mean. And what I mean by this is this. When I watch um, Puff come on stage with explosions and, and fire coming from behind them and, and, mm-hmm. and crazy jackets and all that type of stuff, it made me say in my mind, I, there's something I can reach. Yeah, but Puff right? can't rap. Somebody <laughs> like Jay Cole can come out and sweats in a t-shirt yeah, and rap but, his ass But off. Jay-Z can, right? So let's say Jay-Z. Let's say Kanye, right? And um, we can say whatever you want to, even whatever you want to say about Puff, you cannot deny he's an entertainer. Of Definitely course. Entertainer. And he's a presence and he's a, one of those superstars, one of those ideas Super personified, star, right? right? And one of those people who give you chills when you first meet him it's, it's like I can't believe I'm talking to Puff right so that idea of somebody being that grand that I I don't want that to die because people feel like uh, mentally if I can't attain it I don't want it so I think we shooting so low and that we're accepting mediocrity because it's saying it's safe for me alright Rico Love is saying that the fact that we've got these big name artists not living up to their stature per se, maybe with the clothes or with the presentation of their shows, like a J. Cole, that's bad for rap because people see it and they shoot for that as opposed to shooting for the superstar like a Jay-Z or a Puff. Everybody can't be Jay-Z and Puff, man. And I, I think what he's failing to realize in this situation is that you don't want a thousand Jay-Zs. You don't want a thousand Puff Daddies. You want a J. Cole. You want a Kendrick Lamar. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want a uh, Big Sean. You want a future. You want different aspects of superstars. Big acts in rap that aren't the same. I don't have to be like Jay-Z. I don't have to be like Pop. Puff Daddy. I don't, have to, like Pop. Right. I don't yeah. have to be like those people for people to be like, oh, you're big and you're a rap superstar. Kendrick Lamar clearly has pulled it off, as we've referenced plenty of times on this uh, show, the Reeboks. The Walmart sweats with the cuff at the bottom. White tees. He ain't worried about the diamonds and the big boy chains that you see every other rapper doing. And I don't think it's a problem. J. Cole, not the only one. Oh, you know, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there are several different lanes for rappers nowadays for people to be like, I don't necessarily have to look at the surface and take all of that in. I can get to know you. I can look at a J. Cole documentary. I can look at Kendrick Lamar on Noisy. I can look at a vlog from Jay, um, Big Sean or Rick Ross. 
And even though they doing all the stuff that he's saying need to be done as a big time rapper, I can uh, relate with you more on a deeper level. And I think that's what fans are looking for nowadays. It's not what Rico Love is talking about. Yeah, and see, but see, that's in doing so, in being more relatable, in being more transparent and in, t- in tune with your fan base in this social media era. In doing so, you lower the bar for what's acceptable. Mm. Maybe not specifically J. Cole because he can rap his ass off. Right. Maybe not specifically Kendrick Lamar, but other people. Look at dude, what what was uh, your boy that just got fired on on stage? That would Extension, ne- that, Extension. That's not happening to a certain caliber level of artists because they give off that aura Bro, when we was no, nah, let's not do that. No, nah, that's a fact. No, nah, but let's not act like he wasn't in. What, what's the dude name? Rob Stone. Let's not act like he wasn't in his city, in his little area, where his goons were and able to attack this dude. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not act like that wasn't the thing. Like. Any random person, like it had to be Rob Stone. It had to be somebody who was popular in the area, who knew security, who probably knew the promoters, and was able to get an up on dude. Okay, but you know my, what I'm saying my point is when you're at a certain stature, you're un, you're quote unquote, you have that feeling of being untouchable yeah, because you're that big of a star. And J Cole still that though. Like you can, that's the, that's the reach and the appeal about J Cole because you're that big of a star. But like you said, you seen him in a dealer store at Lenox Mall, Ballas. and you felt like Ballas, and you felt like that you could talk to him regardless if he was J Cole selling a platinum album or if he was the nigga trying to hand you his mixtape at the store. Right, right. That's true, and that's appealing to a lot of people. But I get it to where it can be confusing to others thinking that all mm. that's all I gotta do. No, no, all I gotta do is put on sweat. You still gotta wrap your ass off. Possibly. That's the problem. I got Nick, you. They, people forget that part of it. I still got to wrap my ass off. I still got to give you a um, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I still got to do that. Yeah. I still got to give you a good kid, Mad City. I can't just throw on sweats and act like I'm the cool, nonchalant rapper that doesn't give a fuck about anything if I ain't totally murdered a project. See, and, and he brought up an example of what Barry Gordy used to do back in the Motown days. Barry Gordy was talented enough to go to this hole-in-the-wall club, see somebody dope, and or see somebody performing a song that was banging, and go, Take it. Hey, let me get that song from you, bro. Here yeah. go a check. Let me get that song. Take and I'm going to get this to a star who is going to actually turn in. They don't do that now. Like, now, now if you open up. Like the Wild Thing song. Exactly. Now, now, if you open up or if you're doing a song and somebody hear you, they give you the deal whether you're on that level or not. When you may just have a banging song, OG Mako, you may just have a banging song, Trinidad James, but you mm. may not be a star. Mm. But now they're putting you out there as if you are one and you're not one, and that's lowering the bar. That's what that's great. That's grading on a curve at this point. What you just said about the Pac movie was your expectations lowered because you heard it was cr- trash. All right. That can affect shit. You know what I'm saying? So I I get what he's saying but I also get the appeal of being touchable I get the appeal of being untouchable and I get the appeal of being touchable right but the reason you have to be touchable in 2017 is because people don't buy into the superstar shit no more like there's so many rappers on SoundCloud I can I can directly get access through Twitter through Instagram Snapchat I can directly get access to the people that I like so I don't have to chase you if you're Jay-Z I don't have to oh what are these cryptic messages that you're coming out with for the 444 album? Like, I don't have to do that if I don't want to nowadays. 
Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like everybody's out there. So if there's a rapper that's doing that, I'm going to gravitate towards him if that's what I want. But you, but you understand like when when we was in Miami and Puff mm-hmm. was walking through the fountain blue, I put this on everything I love. I felt the nigga was in the room. Right. I put that on everything. I was like, damn, what is that? Like you could, it, you could, it was an energy, dog. And I turned around That's and they go puff. That's true. When I was in Vegas and Jordan walked by on, on my grandmama, it felt like somebody was in that motherfucker. That's true. I was like, damn, what the fuck? And I looked, oh, oh shit. So you're saying Jordan? With the more access that you give to people, the less energy that you give off? Depending on the level of your stardom. Mm-hmm. Because when you have mystery so around you're it. You're going to feel J. Cole in the room too, though, right? And not necessarily. J. Cole just looked like, he just felt like a homeboy. What about Rick Ross? Nah, I don't know. Like, think because we've heard that before. The reason I asked, we've heard that before about him. Yeah, like, we've talked to engineers before. Like, when dude in the room is something different. That's fair. It's like what you're saying. That's fair. Like, think of like think of stories like Prince. Not not these you get are, that though. These you are ultra that. stars, right? But you still, get that. that that's so a better story. Is, is J Cole can't be that because he's accessible? Because you think he's normal? Because he wears sweats? Yes. Because like he don't take baths? What yes. is it? Yes. Yes. What is he it? He looks though? like a regular Joe. So Prince with the ass cheeks out because he got the ass cheeks out, he got an aura and J Cole on the ass cheeks with two bad bitches on his side. Mm. Yes. <laughs> now he's on stage, so that's stage clothes. So that's different from a nigga walking into the mall. <laughs> he's not walking to the mall with stacks in his ass uh, cheeks out. I mean, that may give him an aura though. <laughs> J Cole walking in the mall with his ass the, cheeks the, out. The, the 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 shroud of mystery is what gives them an aura because you know how talented like they are. You're familiar with their music, but you don't know too much about them. So when they come around, it's like whoa. Yeah, I don't think that plays too well into J Cole's narrative. I mean, that's fair. You know it may mean? not, now, but I don't feel like it's an interesting take by Rico Love though. Yeah. It is, and 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 to, with that being said, Rico Love made his money by what writing, writing. songs, yeah, for other people, wanting to be the person in the spotlight. Not necessarily, so, no, necessarily, because if that. he didn't want to be that, he would have never came out with the songs and did the shit on his own. Sometimes you do that by force. No, it's, it wasn't by force. Niggas wasn't asking for Rico Love albums, bro. No, no, no. I'm saying sometimes you can't sell the songs like you want to, so you feel you have to perform them yourself. Exactly. You feel like you gotta be the star. So I feel like he's the type of person that would say that, coming from a background saying. I wrote songs before. I feel like it should be presented this way. You can't be a star unless it's this. Like he has a particular interest in going that route as opposed to playing the background. So you could see why he wouldn't like a J. Cole approach. I agree. You know I agree saying? with that. That's fair. But I, th- I thought that was an interesting take. That was a very, pretty interesting interview too, man. He talked a lot. He cut off Envy and Charlemagne a lot. <laughs> he was trying to make the most it, out of his 28 minutes. It go to it. That's what I'm saying. It go to him being someone that writes songs and wanting to be the star. I need my time to talk. Absolutely. All right, yeah, cool. I get your question, bro. Let me talk. <laughs> All right, man. Super long episode, but fuck it. It was fuck necessary. It. Happy birthday, Pop. Absolutely. Happy Father's Day, too, to all the fathers out there. Yep. Belated Father's Day. Uh, new music, uh, DJ Khaled, Grateful, comes out Friday, 23 Man, tracks. God. That Bryson Tiller and Rihanna is the best song out right now. No, no. It's a smash. That's banging. It's cheat code, though, bro. He Don't doubt it's banging. He sampled. Shout out Carlos Santana. Yeah, he just took Carlos Santana's song and put Rihanna. That's that cheat code. brilliant. It was. And Rihanna in that video was immaculate. She was all right. She, oh I'm out of here. Uh, a walk off. Royce the five nine. Let me sit my headphones down. I'm out. <laughs> Royce the five nine. All right. Bar exam four. That is also out. Of course, all the music that came out last week. 
Uh, you can finally listen to wait, Young wait, Thug wait, this wait, week. Wait, 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 wait. Don't try to gloss over this Two Chains album, nigga. Best album that came out last week. We spent too much time talking about it. No, already. we ain't spent enough time talking about this <laughs> tr- pretty girls love trap music banger. Like trap two music. chains, three for three, boats, boats two, mm. and this. Oh, fuck. Let's go. Thirty six years old, still holding it down. <laughs> Double salutes. All right, man. What you uh, what you got on deck for this weekend? Oh, I have no idea. To be completely honest, that's exciting. I have no idea at all. Um, I'll be in the well. Wait, nah, that ain't this week. Damn, and you're hot. I am. I'm hot about that. That's I'm, exciting. You thought you had something to say? I did. I really ain't got shit. I'm <laughs> waiting on this Spider Man. I'm waiting on this Planet of the Apes. I need when that Planet both. of the Apes come out like July like 12th or some shit like mm. it. I need it in my life. Mm. Um, I'm trying to catch up on Game of Thrones. I'm on season two. Blackwater. S- slowly but surely, I'm catching up. Get to up. season two, episode nine. Let me know. Blackwater fire. You be gassing these. Uh, no, I like. I like that you catching up on this Game of Thrones though. Seven sixteen. Y'all get ready. Um, other than that, though, man, do us a favor. Go to YouTube. Check out the videos. Go to realvillemedia.com. Check out the site. Support yep. by copping a shirt. Tough. Um, mediums and larges are going dumb fast. If there's even any left, mm. now that I just say that. Uh, <laughs> been Bernie Madoff in the shirts, ain't you? Man, them motherfuckers they going fast. Speaking of that, Bernie Madoff, I watched that movie too on HBO. Was that was pretty good. I need to check it out. Dude. Yeah, Robert De Niro body. Yeah, um, but other than that, though, good looking out. Let us know in the rap chat how you felt about this episode, how you felt about that Pac movie. Please yep. go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and like. Yep, let us know what you think about the On Deck TV podcast, man. We appreciate y'all listening. Support the real. Also, go to the YouTube page. YouTube slash on deck TV.com. We out. Holla. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.